Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Well Brick Podcast, where we focus on helping elevate your wellness brick by brick. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. It's the day after, and one of our team members has prepared a topic specific to the holiday. Today, I'm joined by Cody, Chris, and Mike, each of which are operating different businesses that relate to health and wellness inside of the Wellbrick portfolio. I'm going to go ahead and toss it to Cody. Today's a pretty cool topic. We're going to be going over breaking bread. And what does it mean? Is it symbolic? What does it mean to you? How have you broken bread in the past? How does it relate to wellness? And is it mental health? Is it emotional health? Just really, what does it mean? And how does it apply? So breaking bread, sharing food, it allows a lot of people to kind of bring that wall down. And we use it as a symbol for a lot of different things. And Thanksgiving, you know, friends and loved ones getting together being one of them. But breaking bread can mean something different for anybody. What would it be for you, Stamos? Something, I think it's just in that moment, it's, it's just a moment that you're sharing with other people. And something that I noticed, because I just actually was watching that the Fast and the Furious movie. Um, I think it was the first one where they're, where they're sitting down and getting ready to eat in the backyard. And something that I noticed, and I thought it was pretty cool, if you remember the, the original movie, I mean, they're in like a rundown, sort of like just crummy area. So they're just in the, in the backyard of, you know, this, this crappy neighborhood. So you wouldn't have known when they were sitting down and they were all eating together, like in that moment, they're not thinking about where they're at. They're just thinking about who they're with. I think the scenery, there's a lot to be said there. It was pretty cool. If you even think about when you first made friends, when you were a little kid, you go into the cafeteria, if it's a new school, you break bread with people you don't know yet. You know, you pick a table, you sit at a table, you start breaking bread with strangers. And that's when you get to know each other. That's just a personal opinion. I think it almost brings back a nostalgia feel or it brings people back to a comfort space. And everyone has grown up differently. And I do get that. But like, I know in my life growing up, when it was dinner time, the whole family got together. Like everyone was together. You sat down, you ate together. And that, you know, st still carries with me to this day. But I think over time with, you know, we've got television, everyone just kind of sits in front of the TV now where everyone's got a hectic schedule and people are working nights and you're working mornings and it just doesn't allow that same interaction. But I think it kind of goes back to when people truly could sit and enjoy time. It holds a special place for people. We eat literally as a means to fuel ourselves. It's not too different from going and putting gas in your car, but it completely changes when you eat with other people. It's no longer, let me just scarf this food down. It becomes ceremonious, right? Breaking bread and eating are two completely different things. So Chris, <laughs> what does breaking bread mean to you? I'm from a very small town in Colorado. And every time I go home, it brings me back to where it all began. Symbolically, that's where all of our family would get together, and that's where a lot of my childhood memories come from. It reminds me of like going to my grandma's house, having all my family come over that we haven't seen in a year for Thanksgiving or Christmas, and the com camaraderie and joy that it would bring by just interacting with our family and being part of something, and it symbolized the unity of our family. We all might be living in a different part of the country at times, but we all come together for that, that purpose, that meal. And it just <clears throat> brings back the nostalgia of actually being able to spend time with people that you love. And I think that you can't replace spending time with people that you love with anything. And I think that's a very important thing for your mental health, being a part of something, being part of a family, and just the fact that you're sitting down, breaking bread and interacting and having these great conversations, not only the endorphins that you're getting from the food, but also the company that you have. I think that people need to just sit down, enjoy the time that they have with these family, these people, because you don't know when the next time you're going to see them might be. 
I think there's a lot of gratitude that goes into it because when you sit down and you break bread with other people, uh, nobody ever knows if it's their last meal. I can only imagine when Kobe Bryant sat down for his meal prior to jumping in the helicopter with his daughter, he didn't think it was his last meal. Uh, I mean, that's a guy that was on top of the world kicking ass. You never know. So to have that chance to slow down and enjoy every meal, especially the company you're with, enjoy the food that you're able to have, that's symbolism right there. Yeah, I'll throw in a yeah, quick I, I like that. Spirit, if this will draw anything, but you guys all mentioned how the, the symbolic, you know, feeling and the symbolism of breaking bread is really to, you know, to bring everybody together. And I definitely agree with you. For me, just as important as it is bringing everybody together, a big part of it for me is like the mental health aspect. When I'm breaking bread, usually it's with the people who I've elected to be with, right? Whether it's like my group of friends or it's my family or it's one of my, you know, close circles of just people who I associate with and I very much value, you know, their advice and their input. And when I'm able to sit down with these people, things that are going on in my life, whether I've got questions or experiences, I'm able to run them by my group as we break bread just to get answers. So it's almost like a therapy session for me. I think you bring up a very effective form of breaking bread and it's that, mm -hmm. let's just call it therapy, right? Group therapy. Do you notice the same type of getting to the bottom of your thoughts if you're sitting down and eating by yourself? Because a lot of people, you know, I, I think of like almost Home Alone where he prepares himself that meal before he goes to battle. But you prepare a meal, you sit down with yourself, you get to collect your thoughts, no distractions. Does it have the same type of therapy value or you, you're talking more or less the social part of being with others? It, it does. If I sit down by myself, I look at that more of, you know, intrinsic value where I'm able to reflect on myself it's almost like my version of writing in a diary, right? I'm able to sit down and kind of reflect on this day. What did I need to do? What did I do? What could I have done better? I'm just with myself. When I sit down with a group of people that are, you know, in that close circle to me and that I really respect, now there's more extrinsic um, factors. So now I'm, you know, taking their advice about what's going on to me, you know, because I'm pitching it to them and I'm listening in return what they're saying back. So two different fields, but I think very, both very equal of importance. So yeah. Cody, you're mentioning the group application of breaking bread mm -hmm. uh, and, and you're referencing specifically like sitting down with people you already care about yep. so that you guys can bounce thoughts and ideas off of each other, which brings a lot of value. I know in the business setting, we use breaking bread to get to know each other. I mean, hundreds of times I've sat down and broke bread with complete strangers and you were contemplating maybe doing a deal with these people. And then based on the interactions, you get to see different sides of people and different layers of people. We don't do business with everybody. We get to pick and choose, you know, who we want to deal with, especially because we look at the lifetime value of doing a deal with someone. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times after a two hour dinner, I've decided, you know, I'm not going to do a deal with this person. Or on the flip side, you could realize, wow, this guy's a, just a solid person. You're almost examining their character and they may not realize that's what's going on. But when I take a business dinner, I'm trying to find out, is this a person that has high character? So I find it to be a very revealing exercise to sit down and break bread with people uh, prior to getting into a business arrangement. For sure. Yeah, I wonder if you say that. a little bit of psychology that's going on in the background when you're sitting down with somebody else where you are at that point in time on a deep level, you're on the same team. You're consuming the same thing. You're sharing the same event, the same thing that's taking place at that point in time. So I think it already removes kind of that first layer of the onion of creating that unity because you're already doing the same task. You're eating the same thing. Whether we realize it or not, when we go into a new restaurant, 
just part of human psychology. We're looking around, we're trying to find the lay of the land, you know, what's what, who's who, we're looking at the menu. Once you go to a place where you're already real, real comfortable, you can focus your awareness more on the person you're, or the people you're sitting across from and less on all that other stuff. If you're considering starting new business relationships and you're going to use setting a business dinner as a tool to better get to know people, find a restaurant in your hometown or where you do business most often that creates a home field advantage for you, where you feel the most comfortable, where you know the hostesses, you know the servers, you know the bartenders, so that you can spend your time focusing on the people sitting at the table around you rather than taking notice of all the other things that go on at a restaurant. Chris, you probably can relate to this from sports. When you were at the Rays complex, getting ready for a game, that familiarity of you knew where everything was in that stadium and that complex, it gave you a level of comfort where you can kind of get in your flow state rather than notice all the stuff going on around you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Not only that, but it also, when you're, when you're breaking bread with people that you don't know, your odds are you're going out to a restaurant and it, it gives you a chance to learn how they interact with the hostess and the waiters people that are bringing the food. And if they're rude to them, probably they're going to be rude behind your back too. So it exposes them in a lot of different ways. But to go back to your home field advantage, I mean, not only that, but you know, everybody there, you know, all the, the nooks and crannies of the stadium, you know, how the ball is going to bounce, you know, what the food's going to be. There's not a lot of thinking going on. You can just kind of go in there and, and get to the bottom of the business of what you're trying to get to. I think it's a highly effective tool in getting people to set aside beefs and break bread. It's, it's a ways to make up and move on, whether done over a burger, or whether done over, you know, a hundred dollar steak. Nonetheless, there's, there's something about using it as a symbol of that. Like, don't forget how powerful it is because you're showing somebody when you meet them at a restaurant or whether you show up with food that you've like a potluck that you've prepared, you're showing them I'm prepared to invest my time because we're not going to eat this food in three mm -hmm. seconds. I'm prepared to invest my time to get to the bottom of what's wrong so that we can fix it. So another tool to use in business is to take your troops out to eat. This is something I use regularly. I've always used. I learned it way back when I was one of the troops. There's one way people are when they're on the field. It's an opportunity to get people off the field. Their personalities change. You see different sides of people. People they, tend to loosen up. They let loose. Yeah. Loosen up. Mm -hmm. And that's when you really get to build some of that camaraderie and that culture together with people. So that way, when you step back onto the field, there's a better appreciation of each other because you've sat down and broke bread so many times. Yeah. You get to know them a little bit better. You get a little bit closer because you only, you don't really know, you know, your coworkers outside of work. Yeah, who you are on the field isn't the same as who you are off the field. Chris can speak mm -hmm. to this as an athlete. The personality, when you cross over those lines onto the diamond, is not the same that you have in your personal life. I can't imagine that they should be either. No, they're 100% different. I feel like off the field, your real personality, you're charismatic and you're, you're not just trying to win and destroy the opponent. Your real personality of being a genuine person can come out and you can actually see a different side of people and you're not just always at battle with somebody. Right, so when you're so focused on winning too, when your adrenaline's fired up and you're in a certain mindset, you do become a different animal. There's a movie, Chris, I know you remember the part, Bull Durham, where he felt yeah. the team needed a day off so bad because they needed to work on their camaraderie that they literally threw the sprinklers on 
and they ruined the field so that they could all get a day off because the one veteran, I forget, Crash Davis is his name? Yep, Crash. Yeah, he knew that they needed some time off the field together so that they could become better as a unit. There's another scene in the replacement, same thing. Remember they get in a bar fight together and the coach yep. commends them for it because that's yep. camaraderie, not necessarily yeah. breaking bread, but breaking noses, same thing. Breaking noses, <laughs> breaking <laughs> beer bottles. Yeah, anything that you can do to, to build the culture and, and start heading the right direction is, in my opinion, breaking bread or – going out and having a drink. It doesn't actually have to be sitting down and having a meal. So that's a good point. And I think that we should talk about that because that's something that, uh, I mean, I have a whole different perspective on just this subject in general, ever since I've been spending so much time you around, for, around you guys, I've had a perspective shift. So like I have a different, I had a different upbringing than let's say Chris, since he, since he threw his out there. Uh, my family never really sat down and ate together except on holidays and things like that. Uh, just because my family's so big, and I think it was always just, you know, ma- mom would cook the food, and then, yo, food's ready, and then just come get it whenever, and then everyone would just disperse. So, what's your perspective shift? I just have a. I like to think that I I value it more, and I've never really thought of it the way that I do now, and how it really is an opportunity to communicate with those around you better and actually have some real conversation and be fully dialed in. And it's, I just think it's, uh, you can't put a price tag on that. It's not really about what you're eating. It's more about who you're eating with and who's around you. It's a good time to, to kind of stop in the moment and just be thankful. A lot of what I'm hearing from today's pod, different perspectives, but all coming from the same place that sitting down and breaking bread and sharing food with other people is special. I mean, Stamos is referencing how he has a whole new appreciation for how you can really get to know somebody. And that opportunity to communicate with somebody on a deeper level is something that he may have overlooked in the past, but will never overlook again because he certainly appreciates it. Then you have Chris who's referencing it as that opportunity to share more time with your loved ones, which is, as he pointed out, there's really nothing that can take place of that. Then you have Cody with a very unique perspective where sitting down and breaking bread with others is therapeutic. A lot of people don't think of it as therapy, but in the context that Cody referenced, it makes perfect sense. You sitting down and sharing food with other people is a great chance for people to bounce things off of each other and recalibrate. And then a lot of my perspectives on it was how it can be such a highly effective tool in business because business isn't always easy. There's turbulence, it's difficult. And that commonality that people share with food allows us to all come together over something we understand, even when what's going on in business is something we may not be on the same page with. So in conclusion, take what you can from the pod, but breaking bread is something that's certainly special to all of us. And I hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving and breaking bread with their loved ones.